Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. Blessed God, we thank you this morning. We are so grateful for the opportunity to be here. We ask that may you give us the grace, the power, and the spirit. May we deliver your word with experts, with excellence, and in the power and the wisdom of the spirit. May we come here and live here, knowing one thing for sure, that the one who came to hear is blessed, and the one who came to speak is also blessed so that we live here while the hearer and the speaker are both blessed in the power of your word in jesus name amen well we thank the lord we have started a journey on um, starting as you are and then it has proceed and continue and it has been a very good journey uh, those of us who have been here from the beginning of March up till now, it has been a very good time. And uh, uh, last week we continue. I think we did. Uh, what do we do? Fair service initiatives. What do we do? Initiatives. And then the, we did discouragement. And then the second service we did risk. Am I right? Yeah. So. Those of you who are not privileged to be here, get a CD, okay? It was such a powerful um, lesson we learned last week on how to overcome discouragement and then also how to take risk. Uh, so if you are not here in the second service, get the CD after church to know how you can overcome risk and how you can take risk because life is full of risk we cannot live this life without taking risk it is impossible the food you even eat is a risk amen you can be sure whether it's going to sit well with you or it's going to fight with you but we eat it all the same trusting that everything work so risk is part of us and take that cd and then add it to discouragement amen so we are here to continue from where we left last week. Today we are looking at boldness and courage. Boldness and courage. Boldness and courage. We will do the first part. And then in the second service, we did the final part. Amen. So we are looking at boldness and courage. We are talking about a man called Abraham that God instructed him to move to a place where he's going to bless him and this man didn't know exactly where God was sending him or was taking him all he knew was God said go and I will bless you and he didn't even know where he was going but he went all the same and one of the character we can talk of was that of what courage and boldness because you can't take an initiative you can't make a move when you have no idea of where you are going or 
what it will end with your life. And you're just moving. You have to carry the heart of boldness and of courage. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 to 9. God coming to the man or the boy called Joshua. Say Joshua I am about to send you on a mission. To carry a whole nation. Cross over this Jordan. Take them to the promised land. Divide the land unto all of them. The 12 tribes. And then keep some for the Levites. And God said, Joshua, the mission is bigger than you. The vision is bigger than you. The people you are about to handle, they are harder and stronger and stiffer than you. But one thing that can make the difference is to have that heart of boldness and courage. And church, if the Christian will carry this heart of boldness and courage, I bet you to differ. We shall be able to fulfill every mission of the Lord. We will be able to overcome every challenge. We will be able to overcome every impossibility. And we will be able to take every task God puts before us. The reason why most of us know it, see it, want it, wish it, but still are not able to get it is most of the time the lack of boldness and courage. The boldness to approach, the boldness to take the first initiative, the boldness to speak, the boldness to act, the boldness to perform has become a problem for most people and especially Christians. I don't know why when we were not Christians, some of us were stubbornly bold and stubbornly courageous. But when we became born again, all of a sudden, we have become wholly timid and wholly cowards. And you don't understand why. Hallelujah. That when you were not a Christian, there are certain steps, certain decisions that you could take them regardless of whatever is the risk involved. But the moment we become a Christian, now it's a big problem. You want to take the same step, you consider thousands. And the most interesting thing is, most of us, we don't use the motivational and the encouraging scriptures to motivate ourselves, but most of us, we use the scriptures that rather speak for the devil or that rather encourages fear and timid. Hallelujah. You see somebody wake up in the morning and all his prayer and all his meditation and all he's thinking about is God as I go out there. I come against the devil. I come against forces of darkness. I prevent accident. I rebuke God. All negativity that will come against me is fine. But it's just a revelation of what is in you. It means you are going out, but you are afraid that any of these things could happen to your life. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, the steadfast love of the Lord, they are new every morning. So when you wake up in the morning, you know that one thing that 
is overshadowing your life is the love of God. And his love will not watch your life to be destroyed. Hallelujah. So we are going to spend some time in today's services to look at boldness and courage. And let's first go to 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. We're going to start from there. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. For God has not given us a spirit. It didn't say the spirit. So it means fear is not the only spirit or the only force in life. God did not give any Christian a spirit of fear. So in other words, there is no fear in any Christian. If the Christian has believed God, received Christ, then the subject of fear should not be part of your syllables of Christianity. Because God has not given that to us. So in other words, if you are walking in fear, something is wrong. Hallelujah. Something is what? Wrong. And we are going to look at it and then we try to answer ourselves. But instead of God has given us the power of what? Love. It means love is what? Power. And we are going to see what love can do. What a sound mind can do. And then he said that he has also given us the spirit of love. The spirit of what? Sound mind. And then the spirit of what? The third one was what? Power. So we're going to look at all these three. How they help us to overcome fear. But in this context, the word fear used there means timidity. Hallelujah. The general word fear, which is to be afraid, to put it that way, to be afraid of terror or to be afraid of evil, that's when everybody have it, even pastor have it. Hallelujah. Pastor Harvey, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you ask yourself, what about if you go and nobody comes to church? It's a fear. Hallelujah. And you go to church sometimes and the church is overflow. Sometimes you go, you think that well, everybody's going to come and you go and the church is half full. These are all fear. The general feeling of evil is in everybody. But here, that one will not stop you, overcome you. Unless you let it overshadow and take possession of your strength. But here the Bible is talking about timidity. So for God has not given us a spirit of timidity. The word fear there means timidity. Hallelujah. And we know who a timid person is. But remember, we are speaking in the context of what? Biblical language. Or a Jewish language. We are not speaking to or English, or Ga, or Gadangbe, or ever, or Dagmani. Amen. So that word there, 
humidity in the original or the Hebrew meaning is timidity. And what is the biblical reference? If the Bible is talking about fear or timidity or when Paul was telling Timothy that Timothy, God has not given you a spirit of fear. Simply means that Timothy, God has not given you a spirit of timidity. What has Paul meant by saying that? It has to do with faithless. Faithless. That is a Christian who is what? Faithless. So said Timothy, for God has not given you a faithless spirit. For God has not made you a faithless Christian. In other words, every Christian has enough faith. So if you lack faith, it simply means that you are a fearful Christian, you are a timid Christian. Hallelujah. So in this context, timidity is not talking about the body. I don't know. Timidity in tree. Uh, the body. Is that not it? Body. There are some people, you see them, sometimes they are, even when they are walking, so Lazatica, is it what? Lazatica or Lazatic? Eh? Laza. Lazakadika. Help me. This word, I need to break it in the name of Jesus. Eh? Lacadesica. Okay. I went to Akon Anglican Middle School. Amen. You went to a holy child. Okay. Holy child. So the children are already holy. We went to Abontriakun. L.A. Primary. Abontriakun. Break what? Bottles and fight. L.A. Primary School. That's where we went. So you can imagine we could fight. But people went to Holy Child. So even on, while they were growing, they were holy in their English. Hallelujah. So some people, when they walk, it's like that way. Amen. I don't want to create any impediment this morning. So lazy and slow sluggish. That's one there. It's okay. It's another word. Amen. They are walking. You are in the haste of life. That is it. When they are talking. Sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody is talking like this? How many minutes is he going to finish one sentence for you to start listening to the next one? Even the ears you are listening to even is paining you. Amen. The same thing. You are in a hurry for another. The person is is walking as if even the, the worm is faster. That is the kind of what? Timidity. The Bible is talking about a Christian with this characteristic is faithless. What it means is that spiritually that is how the person is in the spirit. The person is as sluggish, as slow, as lazy, as inactive when it comes to the matters of faith. 
And the Bible said that God has not given us a faithless spirit. A Christian without faith to believe God for the impossible or to do the impossible. Because at this point, Timothy has been given a mission that was bigger than him. 17 years boy whom has been given a whole church to oversee. Like a bishop. Because the churches Paul has started within that province has all been put under his care that Timothy oversee all the churches. 17. Hallelujah. And you can imagine the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Greeks, because the Greeks were intellectuals. Very intellectuals. Hallelujah. The Pharisees were very, very confused people. They believe in Christ, but they don't believe in the resurrection. The Sadducees, they believe in the resurrection, but they don't believe in Christ. We have all these people who have come together and they are in the church. We have the Aramaic. We have people from everywhere and Paul has won all these people and Timothy 17 and said that oversee all these churches. It was an impossible mission. But Paul said that boy, listen, you can overcome this mission if you have the spirits of God, which is power, sound mind, and love, you can overcome it. It doesn't matter the challenge because God has not given you any timid spirit, any coward spirit. God has given you a spirit that should be able to lead and do and overcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This morning I want to stir up the spirit of boldness in somebody, the spirit of courage, that that mission God has given to you, you won't sit down because of the faces of people, because of other impossibilities, and stay and die with that mission. God will found you and God will ask you. Hallelujah. So now let's look at the spirit in us. Number one, it said, but the Lord has given us the spirit of power. That is the first. The moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, the first supernatural potent that is deposited in you is power. Supernatural power. The power of God. The ability of God. Hallelujah. And that supernatural power is, a, is the same as the word force, might, violence. That performs miracles. That is the meaning of that word. So he said, but the Lord has given you a might, a force, and a violence that can perform miracles. So Timothy, when you take that mission, believe in yourself, trust in yourself that you have something inside of you. It will give you the might to lead the people. It will give you the force to overcome every resistant challenges. And it will also give you Timothy. It will give you the violence to overcome every opposition and make the impossible to become possible. Create the miracle that the people will trust in you. That is what God has given you. So as you sit down, inside of you there's a power. There is a force inside of you that can bring the miracle you're expecting God to pass. There's a might inside of you that can overcome every mighty person in, in front of you. And there's a violent attitude of the spirit in you that can learn to say no. Hallelujah. Let's look at Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. Jesus explaining it earlier on through the ministry of John the Baptist after John was about to depart and tried to find out from Christ when he was arrested 
Then Jesus tried to explain the kind of kingdom battle and the kind of kingdom engagement that we are involved in our time. And Jesus was saying that unlike the days of Moses, Abraham, the days of Elijah, Elisha, that we call them in our time, the battle zone, the kingdom struggle to make a miracle, to break through, it's not like in those days. In our time, it is fierce and more difficult than it used to be. But it is going to take something more than what the devil is bringing on board to be able to overcome. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, and from the days of John the Baptist, so the days of all the prophets is over. Starting from the days of John the Baptist into the coming of Jesus Christ to our time. said so the kingdom of heaven or of God suffers violence. If this is the kingdom, because the kingdom of God is talking about the total Godhead, the total blessings, the total creation of God. It's made up of three things. Number one, the heaven above where God sits is kingdom. Hallelujah. Number two, the creation of God, the Christian fraternity, the Christianity con uh, kingdom is uh, the kingdom of God. And number three, the blessings of the earth that God has created is also what? The kingdom of God. And all this kingdom, the Bible says, is suffers what? Violent. Remember that right in front of God himself, Satan went to oppose Job. Right in the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. When you come upon earth, when Jesus himself, God himself came down, the devil opposed him. The kingdom. Hallelujah. And when he went under the earth, which we himself has been closed, the Bible said that there was war in hell. And Lucifer and his angels, they fought. But Christ, the son, also fought back and he defeated them. And the Bible said that, and he made a public spectacle of the victory. So they said that the kingdom suffered violence. If this is the miracle you want, this is the business you want, this is the money you want, this is the marriage you want, this is the man you want, there is a violent opposition before it. That is what it means. There's a violent opposition. So if you are able to overcome this violent and possess this kingdom, you must carry a power that is equal and bigger than the one opposing it. And that is why he said that, and that the violent will take it by heart. Force two things. The person who will take the kingdom must be what? Violent and must also apply hard Force. That is the power that Timothy referred. Paul referred to Timothy. In Timothy 1 verse 7. God has given you power. A violent and a might and a force. Amen. You don't go into your room and started murmuring and wondering and imagining how am I going to go about it? Satan is preventing me. The devil is blocking me. The devil is that. The devil is that. No. No. You have to get up in the power and the might that is seated inside of you. And face it and overcome it. Because there is something inside of you. Called power. Called might. Called violent. Hallelujah. Number two. He said God has given us the power of love. That is supernatural virtue, compassion, charity, and kindness that overcomes evil. Love. Amen. In this life, listen to me. Let everybody do everything, say everything, plan everything, plot everything against you. If your heart is clean, 
If your life is clean, if you think good, you care good, you wish good, you love good about everybody, nothing will, do, will happen to you. Nothing. That is why the Bible said a curse without cause shall not stand. The, nothing can do to you. Give me First Peter chapter 4 verse 8. Nothing. Sometimes we become victims of people, victims of evil because when the devil come to look and destroy us, they are evil in us. Because like will always attract the same. And above all, things have fervent and above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. I wanted where he said that for love overcomes a multitude of sins. So, and above all, have fervent love for one another. You see, let them say, let them do, let them plan, let them orchestrate whatever against you. Love them. Jesus said, love your enemy as yourself. And Jesus said, the more somebody is planning evil, when you love them, the Bible said, the person will rather preparing a curse upon their own life. Amen. Love. He said that for love overcomes multitudes of sin. In other words, evil. You know, sin is what? Evil. It's love. And Tim... Paul was telling Timothy, say, Timothy, there is going to be so many evil. People are going to say a lot of things. People are going to plot a lot of things. People are going to orchestrate a lot of things about you. But Timothy, if you are able to overcome all these things, love must remain in your heart. Love whoever. Amen. Church, it is not easy to love when you know your enemy. It is not easy to smile at the face of the person whom you know is destroying you. It's not easy. You see, but the more you bear grudge with the one who is grudging you, the more you are increasing your chances of failure. Because in the kingdom, evil is a doorway for defeat. But love is a defense against evil. So if you can close the door of evil and keep Love in your heart, no matter what they are trying, it will backfire. Hallelujah. I said it will what? Backfire. We have seen people that they have taken them. One day, a boss and a worker came, met me. And the boy confessed that I have sent my boss to medicine several times juju several times you know the reason the reason is that the young man thinks his promotion is due but the boss doesn't want to release so he sent the boss several times to juju to destroy the boss either they remove the boss or change the mind of the boss or cause the boss to effect his promotion but he said he has tried for several years it's not working Hallelujah. He finally confessed to the boss. Then we said, he said, anytime I go, they tell me that there's nothing. No, your boss have not done you anything wrong. So it can't work. 
Then when we were talking, the boss was like, look at this. Pastor, it's interesting. I am even the one who is fighting for this man. I am doing everything, fighting for him, working for him, so that I even want them to transfer him from this particular department and take him to another department which is more better and the opportunities in that sector is more than where he is now i'm doing everything and pastor it is just a little while and this guy will get it and look at all this the gentleman broke down and started crying he said i didn't know listen to me what you didn't know is not a testimony for you to do evil if you don't know something about someone something about somebody just keep your quiet, watch with your eyes, and pray to God so that the Lord will do whatever justice that it is. And don't go about trying to destroy, trying to mess up, and trying to overcome and destroy people's vision and mission, people's life and purpose by what you don't know just simply because you think and you feel. And as a matter of fact, don't become partaker of evil just because somebody told you something. Hallelujah. Don't. Because somebody has told you something. That you see, have you seen this man? This man is like this and like that. And you carry along. This man is like this. this the day you discover that this man is not like that, you can't stand in the shame. And most people, we are expert in carrying evil, supporting evil, defending evil, propagating evil, just because we heard. But God said that there is a power, there is a force that can cause you to overcome every evil that is measured against you. And that power and force is love. And he said that let it be fervent in your heart towards one another. Because by it you shall overcome multitudes of what? Evil. You don't know the number of evil that is measured against you in a day. 